saved and such. And we back, man. Yes, Another sir. episode of Saved and Such. Absolutely, yes, sir. We got that guy on here today, man. Unusual, unusual, man. Of what God is doing in this man's life. We got Mr. Tavon Sadler yes, sir. in Thank the building. Thank you for being here. 80 East on. Uh-huh. We're going <laughs> to get sure. into it. But first, man, I got to give you your flowers, brother. I just want to do something. I've never done this before, mm. but I just want to read some, a couple of things off your resume. Did some research. Shout out to the research team. <laughs> Freshman of the year mm-hmm. at UNC uh, Greensboro, received his bachelor's degree in psychology in 2018 at Nichols State, yep. uh, master of science in sports medicine um, at the University of South Alabama, yep. uh, and his loan season uh, transferred to Nichols State, which he's a proud alum. He led them to the first conference championship in two decades, all making the all-conference team. Uh, just recently was the uh, player personnel for the University of Maryland. Yes, sir. And just named on this past Thursday the head coach of Nickel State, making him the youngest Division One coach in the country. Yes, sir. And not to mention That's hard. the most yes, important sir. thing, mm. a St. Francis Academy <laughs> Listen, yo, man, We in the building, man. I didn't ask what was coming next. <laughs> we in yo. the building, man, for real. <laughs> but now let's go ahead and get into it, man. We start off every show with a mental health check-in. Um, one being the least, ten being the best. How you feeling? One out of ten, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. I mean, my mental health is perfect right now. Um, I'm in a really, really good space and a really good place. Spiritually, man, I'm always really spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big believer in God. Pray a lot. Yes, uh, sir. I'm more focused than I've ever been, to say the least. Tough. Mm. More focused than I've ever been. Yes, sir. How about you, brother? I'm at a, like an eight across the board right now, man. Like, I was just talking to y'all off camera, like, just trying to get my spiritual life together, mm-hmm. starting this new journey. Um, things is looking up for me. Business yeah. is flourishing. My guy, you yeah. know my guy since pre-K, finally in the building. We put uh, out the red carpet for him. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just blessed, man. I'm truly blessed, bro. Yeah. How about you? I'm gonna say I'm an eight across the board like you, man. I'm feeling so, good. Just happy, man, for this guy right here. Anytime bro. somebody from the city, I mean, do something, man, it's special. We gotta honor him. So perfect timing. We've been trying to get him on, mm-hmm. but this is the perfect time, Absolutely. bro. I'll I, I say this though, man. I, I give you guys your flowers, and, and yeah, y'all, y'all have been trying to get me on, but. Every episode y'all drop, I watch and mm, yes, sir. see y'all that. progress and see where y'all started to see where y'all at now. I mean, I told y'all guys a year ago that y'all were going to do something big and to see y'all keep growing it and adding people and now adding photography and just expanding the brand. Yes, That's much love and shout out to y'all, man. Yes, just just don't stop. Just don't stop. That's love, bro. We appreciate you for appreciate real. You. So let's talk about your, your start, man. Mm-hmm. 80 East, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I said before, bro, I've known you since pre-K, bro. You always had a good head on your shoulders, even though you was getting me in trouble all the time. <laughs> but I always knew it was something big that was going to come out of your story. You feel me? Uh, let's talk about 80 East and, and what 80 East means to you. Um, First 80 East, man, Aberdeen, Maryland. Mm-hmm. It means a lot, man. You know, you, when, when you're from somewhere, you kind of embody, and that's what you know, and that's what you learn. Um. Even though you're not at a place no more, you still embody those same principles, morals, values that you that you got at that age. And I've I still use things to this day that I've learned in Aberdeen and that's kind of the way I move, you know. I'm not there no more, but those same people that instill different things in me has helped me be successful today. So mm-hmm. it means everything to me though, man. You you guys know every summer I'm throwing cookouts and Absolutely. basketball camps and most importantly, just giving giving back to the people. And it's a lot of people, a lot of great people that's poured so much into me. So the least I could do is reciprocate that energy and 
pour back into the community. Absolutely, for sure. Definitely. And Aberdeen, you know what I mean, it's one of those special places, you know, if you know, you know. Sure. It's a lot of talent, always has been, always will be, you know what I mean? But to dive deeper, it's a lot of guys that really could have, you know what I mean, did something special. Right. You know what I mean? But somewhere along the lines, some things happened. We know a bunch of them guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what would you say was the reason why you kept on track? I mean, for a lot of reasons. It's, it's important to people that you um, surround yourself with. Uh, as you know, it's easy to get in different avenues and different things out there. But you guys know me personally. I've never been like a big one hanging with a lot of guys. I still got the same four friends that I had Facts. since I've been in elementary school, uh, big on loyalty, mm-hmm. just trying to stay clear, man. It's so easy to get caught up, and I tell young kids all the time, man, one decision can change your life, so just always try to be as sharp as possible. No, you're not going to be perfect, but just try to stay sharp and keep keep your vision on and keep what's important on the forefront and just make sure you protect it at all costs. Definitely. Absolutely. I know the Silas, man. Y'all living legends, man. For yeah. real. Um, <laughs> coming after Bonds, like, what type of pressures did you have to deal with? I mean, people thought I dealt with a lot of pressure, but I've I never seen it that way, man. That that was my idol. You know, I, I wanted to be like him, but it was different things that he liked that I didn't like, and it was I – mean, he was really good, man. Yeah. He's the all-time leading scorer at the University of Delaware. I could, I could go on the – for 30 minutes, we don't got enough time going for 30 minutes about all the accolades he had. But what I will say is he set the bar high. Mm-hmm. And I knew I had to reach that bar, whether it was the same avenue or a different avenue. And if it wasn't for him and the, the lessons he taught me at a young age, I don't think I'm sitting here today. So, yeah, that's that's my guy. Yeah. Definitely. Shout out to Bonds, for real. Yeah. Legend. We got to stay right here on family, you know what I mean? Talk about mom and unk. You know what I mean? Just the amazing job that they did, man. Mm-hmm. Raising four kings. You know for what I mean? Sure, Not to sure. mention just three, you know what I mean? Three athletic scholarships from you and your two brothers, man. That's that's a lot. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard to get one, but to yeah. have three sons, you know what I mean? Just talk to about how important and just how much that they contributed to your success. I mean, my parents was everything to me. Um, I was blessed enough to grow up in a two-parent household. Um, I had all my siblings with me, so we were kind of close-knit. Um, not a lot of guys on the block or the neighborhood had their father, you know. And Facts. I had my dad, and, I mean, he taught me to hustle. Like, he taught me the definition of hard work. Um, I've never seen no one work harder than my father until me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was big on that. Um, Anywhere we had to go, he got us there. Anything we needed, he got us. And same for my mother, of course. But mm-hmm. my mom was more so enforcing education and enforcing the principal. And she was a praying woman. So, you know, just 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 protecting her babies. And mm-hmm. it was, at the end of the day, we say it all the time. All we had was us. Um, we didn't have a lot. I'm not saying that. But my mom kept us humbled and blessed because we may have had more, more than the kids down the street. So that was kind of always my mentality. Absolutely. Definitely. Let's talk about this this climax, man. Um, the accident, right? Um, where was you at, and what exactly happened at that at that time? Yeah, so I'll never forget that, man. It was June seventeenth, twenty twenty two, and I was just doing what I usually do, man. Just going out to get something to eat um, with one of my friends. And if you know me, I'm very strategic. I literally park in the same spot <laughs> every time I go to this place. I park in the same spot, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason. 
my best friend ain't parking the same spot that night. I still blame him. No, I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, I was just, it was just casual. We got, we had a bite, bite to eat. I think it was around 10 o'clock or whatever. And we were going to leave there and we were going to watch the NBA playoffs. And I was supposed to go to his house. As I am crossing the street, that's the last thing I remember. Dang. And so from the story they told me when I woke up, uh, as I'm crossing the street, someone was driving with no headlights and they hit me. And when they hit me, I uh, flew 20 feet in the air and I came down and I tumbled and I tumbled, I guess, or whatever. And as I'm in the street, it's nighttime, it's, it's 10, whatever time it is, it's, it's late. And the second car just runs me over while I'm on the ground. And so hit by two cars, uh, wake up in the hospital. I can't really move. I can't feel nothing. I, I really don't know what's going on. They're telling me I'm having emergency surgery, so. Yeah. What like you waking up after all this and they them telling you what happened? Like what was what was going through your head, man? I was confused. Yeah. I was angry. I was hurt. Um I was looking for my family. I was looking for my phone. I just didn't know. I didn't I didn't really articulate or understand what was happening in the moment. And you know, I just if you get put in that trauma situation, you're filled with a lot of pain medicines. And so as they're telling me that, I feel no pain. And they just keep reminding me, I'm lucky to be alive. I shouldn't be here. And I'm just keep asking what happened. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? And they're telling me. And I and the next nurse come in, I ask her. And then the next person come in, I ask her. And then finally my family came through. Well, they were already there, but finally they let my family in the back and They kind of told me what happened. And I was just, I was just... I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know what to do. Um, I just don't know, man. It was wild. It was a wild time. It was a wild time, to say the least. That wasn't luck, man. That was nothing but God. Uh, straight man. That was nothing but God. Real. Walking testimony right here. Now, did you give your life to Christ before the accident or after? I gave my life to Christ after the accident. I think it was September 18th. I got baptized, so... Shout out to God, man. Congrats, God bro. Real. That's big, you bro. You always hear me talk about God. I pray a lot. Um... I don't believe in putting my spirituality on other people. I, I mm-hmm. allow letting, I, I allow letting people believe in what they believe in, but right. I am a praying man and yes, I did get baptized in September and it was probably the best decision I made, yes. How did that whole process of, you know, dealing with that accident and then giving your life to Christ? Like how has that like transformed your life? Man, like I've always been a praying man, so I just can't say it was something random. Um I really leaned on God to get through that situation. It was hard. I was in the hospital for, for 10 days. Mm. I get out of the hospital. I can't walk. I can't do anything. I can't do nothing for myself. Um, I'm in a wheelchair. I can't go nowhere. So all I had was books. I just read a lot. I wrote a lot. And I just I just prayed a lot. And in my prayer, I just kept hearing get baptized. And mm. that's, that's, that's kind of the route I went through. So I feel like sometimes, like in our highest moments in life, um, we I'm not gonna say we forget about God, but we don't give God as much time as we should. Right. Um, <clears throat> honestly, feel like in that situation, it might have just been God trying to knock you down to be like, spend more time with me for real. Yeah, and I would I would agree with that. I wouldn't necessarily say knock you down. I would say um, God has a funny way of setting people down, and I so, think I think looking back at it. That was just my time to sit down. You know, mm-hmm. you don't always understand stuff in the moment. 
and I could still be wrong, but just sitting back at it was it was kind of my time to sit down and the plan and the manifest and just just get myself together, bro. The business, the business that I'm in, life moves so fast, and I work so right. hard that sometimes I don't have no time for myself. Um, I feel like God put me in a situation where he stripped me from everything. I didn't have nothing mm. but him and myself. So it was dark times. It was dark place. But, I mean, even before the accident, man, I, I really am a praying man. I mean, during that time, I really pray extra, extra, extra more. Mm. But, like, even now, like, I pray a lot. So, yeah. Man, God is amazing. Nah, ain't he? for real, bro. It's not too many people that makes it out of situations like that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sitting here hearing your testimony. I'm thinking about my cousin. He got out of his car. He had a flat tire, ended up getting hit by a car on 95. Mm. It threw him into the bankment. And he ended up, like, walking out with no broken bones, nothing like that, but, like, lost one of his eyes. Right. But, like, he's just, like, a walking miracle. He's a walking testimony. He's back in his regular routines. Right. But it's, like, his 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 walk with God increased after that. Like, mm -hmm. it was, like, he, he went through a, a trauma, but, like, God brought him through it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So right. it's just it's just tough to hear, bro, for real. Yeah, and it still messes me up, bro. Um, you know, when I talk about stories like this, um, if it happened to someone else, it's always, man, such and such got hit, and they might not have made it. And it was, it was actually crazy. One of my good buddies, after this goes down with me and I get hit by two cars, or one of my close friends, one of his family members died mm. by getting struck from a car, and... Stories like that just crush me, but it also reminds me how blessed and humbled I am. And it just reminds me I'm here for something bigger and never take that for granted. It's amazing, man. God just has a way of, like you said, sitting us down and realizing, like, through everything, through the ups, through the downs, you know what I mean? He's the most important thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's the most important thing, for man. Sure. So to everybody watching, spend that time with God. Absolutely. He wants that intimate time. He <laughs> wants to teach you things. Not for sure. You know what I mean? And that time when he was in the hospital not really knowing how to feel. You know what I mean? God was talking to him. Hey, man, we got to do this. You know what I mean? Teaching you things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So just spend that time with God. He gives you wisdom. He gives you clarity. You know what I mean? He just, he, he, more than anything, he's a father. He's a friend. You know what I mean? Don't put no limitations on God. But, man, just to see everything, how it un, all unfolded, mm -hmm. is amazing, bro. For sure, real. Sure. For real. And just, you know I mean? You being a guy from Aberdeen, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Big cuzzo. You know what I mean? So it's amazing, bro. But let's get into it. Let's get a little deeper. St. Francis. Yeah. Coach Yo, Nick Miles. You couldn't wait to talk about that. <laughs> Yo, been itching to talk about Coach that. Coach Nick yeah. Miles, man. Talk to us about just that special relationship and that brotherhood that was established there. I tell people all the time, man, if you're at St. Francis, mm -hmm. it's different. It is. It's a family. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> it's like, man, I, I, I just been named the head coach at Nickel State. And although St. Francis is in high school, I look to mimic a program as such. Mm. When I say that, I mean that as in a brotherhood, lifetime relation. I mean lifelong relationships. And then, as you know, Coach Nick went from my coach to my mentor to like my best friend. And like mm. that's that's what I want to be for my guys. Um, I have lifetime I have lifetime relationships there. I literally talk to you know Deshaun Wells. Talk right. to Deshaun Wells literally every day. Uh, you just got to be there, man. Yeah. It's just a place that, like, if you're really a good athlete and a good person and a good kid and you want opportunity, mm -hmm. that's probably the place for your kid, you know. Um, we're connected. We're a family. We have a big alumni base. Um, no one's going to treat you like an outsider. It's a close-knit. It's a, it's a close-knit. It's a close-knit. 
How was that? How was the transition from playing at Dean to St. Francis? I mean, I went from scoring 40 points and being like just the man to being a part of a group. Tough. You know, and so. You was the man. I ain't going to lie. For sure. It went from being the only Division One player to now I'm surrounded by seven Division One players. Mm-hmm. And now I, know, I learned how to do it the right way and do it with other good people and learn that it's a team dynamic and learn it's not all about yourself. And just the overall, like the competition level, the we would take what six, seven flights. We right. would be, we would always be gone. Mm-hmm. Like we would play a national schedule, so the exposure was there. Um, Coach Nick had it rolling; he still does, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, definitely doing a great job, man. Shout out to him. Now, now that you're at Nickel State, though, right? You know what I'm saying? Mid major. Oh. So you know you got to compete there as far as recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What's a pitch that you got to bring guys to Nichols? I mean. You ain't got to go into detail, but what's your I mean, we going first and foremost, we're going to play the right way. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we're going to respect the game. And thirdly, we're going to do it with style. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a small pitch. I mean, Tough. I mean, I detail, Tough. You got me sold. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do it with style. I mean, and before, before, I just want to create a fun atmosphere, a fun environment for the guys. Mm-hmm. But I want to be really disciplined. And I'm a big believer in discipline. That's, that's on and off the court. Uh, I want to teach those young men that – it's not always about basketball. Sometimes the ball stops bouncing. Um, education is important to me. Mm-hmm. I have a funny saying. I like to do everything that's free, whether that's community service or teaching the kids, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Please, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, I think people ask for a lot of things that cost a lot of money, but then you disrespect the stuff that's free. So how can you ask for something that's a lot, but you can't do the free stuff? So mm-hmm. I'm big on the small detail and this is say at least, bro, the best time to be a colonel is now. And we're going to have guys, we're going to have talent, we're going to have players. But the most important thing to me is just doing it the right way and respecting the game. Absolutely. Sure. Let's talk about that phone call. When you got that phone call, yeah, man. where where was you <laughs> and, 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 and how did you feel after you got the phone? So I was literally, uh, I was literally walking in Maryland's office. I was walking in my office and. I was I was going to sit down with David Cox. That's like one of my mentors. David Cox is amazing. But I was I was going to sit down with him and just tell him everything I've been thinking and what was going on. Mm-hmm. And as I'm telling him, the AD FaceTimes me. And I knew it was two things. Either I got the job or I didn't. Facts. Right. Facts. So um, I answered the phone. We had our conversation. He said what he said. Um, he told me he wanted me to come home. And like... My mind was spinning. I was, I was thankful. I was blessed. I was humbled. I'm honored. Man, I did not know what to say. <laughs> I did not know what to say, man. And then it just all worked out, man. I'm a, I'm a big believer that sometimes opportunity catches up with um, perfect timing. You know, hard work catches up with perfect timing. And I just thought the opportunity and the work I put in, I just thought it was time to make a, a perfect marriage. And to me... That makes sense. That made a lot of sense. And I'm thankful that he's given me the opportunity. And as you guys know, any opportunity I had, I never made no one look like a fool. Absolutely. And I, I don't plan on starting. And it's just a beautiful time to be a colonel, baby. Yes, <laughs> Listen, man, y'all looking at the youngest coach in the country yeah. right here, man. 28 years old, man. For sure. So that's, that's a very young age For sure. as a coach. As, as you look on the sidelines, a lot of the D1 colleges, you see a lot of older coaches. Mm-hmm. What does it 
mean to you being the youngest coach in the country? I mean, to me, man, this is, if you knew the dreams and that, the dreams and what I think of myself and where I think I could go, this is a huge piece, but it's also a small piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's just the start. So when you get calls like that, you don't have no time to really, it still hasn't, it still hasn't really hit me yet, you know? And to answer your question, though, when I see those guys, man, I'm big on respect. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay my homage as I always do. You guys know how I've always been, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you guys know I've never backed down from nobody. So I'm gonna pay my homage, but I'm I'm walking there for 40 minutes of a battle, no matter who it is, no matter the team, no matter where we are. Yeah, that's what my team will embody. Talk that talk. I wish I could play, man. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be sitting over there with me, dog. <laughs> He'd be sitting right over there with me, man. Him and Toot was on the team, man. <laughs> nah, but man, shout out to Toot, too, man. Definitely. Um, Definitely. That kid, man, that kid's going to do special things. He, mm-hmm. he got his bachelor's from Southern. He just finished up his uh, grad year at St. Peter's. Yes, sir. He's looking at different avenues to get into coaching, man. That's a locked-in kid right there. Whoever gets that kid is going to get a winner, a hard worker, but... Shout out to Toot, man. Absolutely. And he's doing it the right way, so. The right doing way, it the man. Right way. Shout out to my guy, man. No, yeah. that guy. Don't forget Personal. about Mari. Mari's going to be the one. I can't uh, wait. Amari, I can't wait to see baby this. baby brother, Amari, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I pray all the time he's the best one out of us all, so he, he's going to be he's gonna be more than good. Absolutely. It's amazing, man, for real. Another one coming up. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadless, yo. <laughs> Sadless. That's another we, one. We, 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 we replenished, man. Yeah, we yeah. For sure. We replenished, so. But we want to uh, get up out of here, though, man, but I asked everybody this question. What's the legacy you want to leave behind? Man. In 30 years, I can look back and say I did it the right way. I gave it my best. I never disrespected the game. And I help kids, I help young men become the leaders of tomorrow. Mm. I want to win games in between, but I mean, winning games, I think that comes with doing it the right way. But I just want to be who certain coaches have been to me. You know, I tell kids all the time, um, I want to be who I, I want to be who I needed when I was when I was in you guys' shoes. So Mm-hmm. If I could do it that way and, and win some ball games in between, I think that'd be perfectly fine. But I do want to go down as one of the greatest ever. Yes, sir. And I'm, I'm be be honest, man. I'm, I'm willing to do whatever that takes. So that would be the legacy I leave behind. That's absolutely. Right, and I want to give you your flowers before we head out, man. Yes, sir. We known each other since we pre K. You know yeah. what I mean? Living on the same side of town, man. It, it's just it's just amazing to see what you've accomplished, what you're going to accomplish, it, man. man. You're a living legend in my eyes. You feel me? Like you, seeing what you what you do on a day to day basis motivates me, man. So when I got the phone call that you was finally uh, able to come on, bro, I was I was grateful and just I'm just glad to have you in our presence for sure. I appreciate you guys, bro. Absolutely, bro. I appreciate. It. And like I said earlier, man, what y'all what y'all guys did, I seen you guys start this thing. I see where it's at now. The trajectory of this show will go really far. Sure. But it's going to take hard work, dedication, and a lot of time, and just. Just keep being detailed of how you guys want to do it and the sky's the limit. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. Give out your socials and where they can find you at. Man. <laughs> <laughs> my social media is crazy right now. I think my Twitter is at Tavon Sadler and then my Instagram is at uh, TaySmooth1. So hit me up on Twitter, um, Instagram, whatever. I'll, I'll check it out. Yes, sir. This has been another great episode of Saved and Such. You can follow us at all streaming platforms everywhere, S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H. 
Man, we got a legend right here. Couldn't be more than happy for this guy, man. Any last words? Nah, man. I I just can't wait to see the new the new season, man. I, I'm I'm really excited to see what you accomplished there, bro. So yeah, I I say one thing. I I, I watch a lot of motivational speakers and Deion Sanders and Jerome Tang are probably my favorite too. Deion says he's bringing the bag and his Louis. Yeah. I like design. I'm bringing it back too, but it's proud. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm proud of y'all, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I appreciate y'all guys having me, bro. Yes, let's all just continue to climb, dog. Let's do it. Yes, sir, there it let's is. Do it, man. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Peace.